Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 318, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, it's beautiful out, a little chilly, not too bad. Uh, I haven't been able to sit out here in the mornings. It's actually been... Uh, a little too cold. There's frost on the ground. Uh, so I'm like, yeah. And then the propane on my uh, little fireplace went out. So yeah, just a little cold, but that's okay. Uh, we got the Christmas tree up. So it's like the whole house is completely dark. And then I get this Christmas tree. I'm telling you, this dog, I think I told told you about this dog. So we got a, a wired hair griffin. Okay. So I've always wanted this breed. We got this dog, wired-haired griffin, and uh, this dog, 60 pounds, so he's a year old, a little over a year old. This dog cuddles into my lap every single morning. I sit in this chair, and the dog literally comes up and sits in my lap and then curls up and falls asleep every single morning it's like a child it's like i got him out of bed and he's like a little groggy and he just sits in my lap and uh snuggles my 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 family's making fun of me all the time because they're like look you have pictures of the dog on your on your phone like you, you you're not even taking pictures of the family anymore you're just taking pictures of this dog uh and i'm like yeah because he snuggles with me yeah and which one who's gonna snuggle with me anybody want to snuggle i'm up for taking some pictures uh of you if you if you want to snuggle with me so anyway uh it's a joke in the family they all get a big kick out of it but uh it's uh when it's cold out it's not a bad thing uh but i just sit on that front and uh, it's funny because the neighbors uh they always come by and go like oh where you been you know so it's kind of a cool thing when you create a habit of being somewhere and then you're not there and they're like yeah you've been on vacation where you been you haven't been outside i'm like it's freezing cold outside they're like ah oh, it is but anyway hey i hope you are doing good wherever you are whatever time of day it is um i've heard of a lot of people like they listen uh, to the podcast when they're getting ready in the morning or they're going on a jog or they're working out they are on their way to, to work so wherever you are in that space i hope you're doing good um i hope you're having a fantastic uh, day. Uh, I also want to say, and I've been saying this over the last few podcasts, uh, I also know that this season, while it's a really cool season, I think it, it's different for so many people. Um, and this season is, yes, a season of celebration. It's important, but also a season of loss. So if you're somebody where this season's just been really hard, I, I, am, I genuinely I'm sorry. Uh, don't remain alone. Uh, don't re- remain in your despair. Uh, like I've been saying, like help have somebody join in that with you. That'll be really important. And then also join in those who are celebrating. That is how we kind of grow and learn together. In Acts, it says this, they shared all things in common. And that, yes, that had to do with material possessions, food, and things like that. But it, I think there's also this idea of like they shared life together and they shared the wins and the losses and they, they figured out what it was to be together. And I think it's really, really important uh, for us to do that, especially during times like this. So it's not just a super celebration for everybody. Uh, for some people, this is a really tough season. So make sure as you're working with people and talking with people, you just kind of check in on everyone and make sure... Uh, they're okay and they're doing good. Uh, we met with a uh, a single mom in the office. This is tough for her. You know, she's 
not able to have her kids and, and for, during a season than she's been used to having the kids. And she was like, it's just tough, you know, it's lonely. And, and we were able to just kind of be with her and, and share with her. So, you know, just keep in mind, like there's a bunch of people out there that this season, uh, while it's so great for so many, it's also a hard season for others. So uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. And thanks for all the support, not just in listening, but those of you who give monthly and in one-time donations really important. I'm grateful. It helps the podcast to continue. So thank you. Thank you so much. All right, our passage. I'm in First John and we've been in First John uh, 3 for a while, but man, I've been studying through the book and I, I when I do that, I go real slow. And so got through kind of chapter one, got into chapter two, and this passage is just it's so powerful. It rocked me this morning, actually, and it got me thinking. So it's First John 2, 2, and it says this. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Uh, again, First yeah, John 2, 2, he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the world. Well, in the early, early years of covid and everything was going down and, you know, hand sanitizer and everyone's going crazy about it. You know, my wife had, and she's just entrepreneurial in the way she thinks through things. She had this awesome idea. And she said, you know what? What if, what if like we got like a huge power washer, like one that goes behind a truck and we put disinfectant in, in the, the power washer, you know, something that can like we could wash down carts and we could wash down like play sets at schools. And she was just I mean, and she was just going like for churches, outdoor, uh, you know, outdoor furniture, you know, or whatever, like where, you know, wh- whatever would have something to get sprayed down that needed disinfected. Maybe we could do this. And, you know, they make these huge uh, power washers that you can like put liquid in, it sprays it out. It's, uh, they're pretty amazing. Like a lot of people use them for, uh, for different projects and window washing and things like that. And I was like, that's a great idea. I think we should totally do it. So we ran down the road. We eventually didn't do it, but I honestly think had we done it, I think it would have really crushed. And to be honest, I think people would have totally been all about it because it's like, yeah, man, that's a quick way. Go to parks, spray off the swings, uh, spray off the play sets or whatever, you know, so people can go kind of go play and go do their deal. Uh, this is the imagery around this particular passage. And it it's it got me. Uh, this idea, this it it just got me. I was reading in my in the commentary that I'm I'm reading along, uh, studying alongside of the passage, and he was talking. He used a quote from an older older theologian around the idea of the way that this theologian saw this passage is that the idea around propitiation, which is a really big word, it's like, okay, slow down. What is that all about? In fact, if you want to impress some friends, just go around going like, Jesus is our propitiation. And they're like, what? You know? And so he was trying to help kind of help us get a word picture and understanding an idea of what this was all about. And it was this idea of disinfecting. And I couldn't, I got this image in my head of like, you know, sometimes when I have a passage, I think about how would I teach this? How would I teach this passage? I also think like, you know, here on the podcast, how would I present this? And the idea I has is if you sneeze in your hands, right, your hands are unclean. <laughs> They're unclean. But then all of a sudden you go get some hand sanitizer and you, you wash them with those hand sanitizers, hand sanitizers completely, fully. And now your hands are okay to go around and, you know, high five people. 
And this is the idea. It's like our, our, our lives were stained with sin, just completely covered with it. Kind of wretched, if you get that idea. Separated from God. And Jesus' death, his propitiation, his blood propitiation, his death and blood on the cross, a sacrifice for us, washed us clean, disinfected us, so that now we stand before God holy, clean, full, whole. Isn't that, just think about that for a second. I couldn't help but just stop and go, there are so many people that don't think that God sees them that way. Doesn't, that God doesn't see that they're, they're disinfected. They still feel like they're worthless because of their sins, uh, worthless because of their past, or worthless even because of some of their struggles now, even though, even though they've prayed to receive Jesus, his death and his resurrection, they can't live into the freedom of what it looks like to receive this. This is what John's doing. <clears throat> you know, John does such a good job. Again, I love John as a writer. John's doing such great work to help us understand fully and wholly a greater picture of all that Jesus is doing. And he's like, do you not, you're clean. Do you know what he's done for you? Do you know how much he loves you? You're clean. You need to walk around like clean people. Yes, we sin, of course, and we repent for those sins. But as we stand before God Almighty, he sees us as disinfected. He sees us as clean, which means so many of you are walking around, so many of us walking around with shame, shame that we're not enough or not doing enough or not reading enough and not enough Bible, not enough giving, not enough tithing, not enough church attending, not enough volunteering. And it's like, he's like, you, you can do, you should do those things out of an understanding of what's been done for you, but you're clean. You're clean. So many people walking around with the weight of their past, their past sins, the current sins. And they keep God at a distance because they're like, you don't want me. You don't want me. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. When in reality, Jesus' propitiation has made you clean. The Spirit of God lives in you, drawing you to the heart of the Father. And you should receive that. That's a gift. That is good news. That is the message that we preach. And John's going like this. Yes, that's about you, but it's not just about you. Check this out. It's for the world. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son as a propitiation for your sins. That he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him won't perish. Won't be dirty. Clean. Disinfected full and whole because of what Jesus did. How beautiful. And I was just reflecting on that, that idea. I just sat in it and just kind of saw the disgustingness of like a sneeze in your hands and then how washing those hands 
in that disinfecting those hands now makes those hands acceptable, clean. And that's how he sees me. Father God sees me that way through Jesus and what he's done. And I just, I sat in that and I, I just felt so grateful. And I can feel it. I hope you feel it. I hope you feel his love. I hope you feel his forgiveness. Because here's what happens. Is this isn't just for you. It's for the world. But when you live this clean life out, this reality out, it, people notice it. Not in a prideful way. No, because that would be foolish. You didn't do it. It was done for you. It's a gift. But when you start living a life where you feel clean, full, whole, disinfected of your sin, you start to find real peace and real joy and real love. All of a sudden, Galatians just pops off the page and it's like the fruit of the Spirit is abounding in you. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, long-suffering, right? No, they're just being displayed in you because you're living out in your, your true identity of who you are right now. Not in who the world says you are. Not what your past says. But who Jesus says you are because of what he's done on the cross. That we stand before God and he receives us as whole and full and holy. And what a beautiful picture because I think what it does is it's calling and commissioning us into this calling that we're here, not just here on earth, but what we get to live into eternity. That reality is real. Because here's the thing, like Christ cleans us so we can care for others. So we can be that gospel presentation for others because when you sense and you feel that disinfectedness as a result of that propitiation of Jesus, that he covered your sins and you are now holy, righteous, pure before God, you now go live that out in the world. That's a gospel presentation. And what a powerful thing to be commissioned with. What a powerful identity. That's who you are. Will you accept that? Will you live into that? So the question is this, like how do you now live like your life is clean? How do you live different? How does it impact the way you see yourself, you see the world? And even how does it impact the way that you see eternity? What a beautiful thing that Jesus is inviting us into. Father God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for your propitiation that covers the multitude of sin and that you see us as pure. We're so grateful. We're so thankful. So, with that in mind, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.